scared we're gonna get sued. Get it off your chest, man. Start the podcast that way. Hey, man. Get it off your chest. You 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 want to be the Tasha K of Pod, so let's go. <laughs> nah, we got <laughs> let's go. I don't want to be sued. You know what? I always say, <clears throat> what's that uh song y'all used to sing in church? Um, not sing in church. Uh, what about the young boys and the old heads? Uh, young boys for something, old men. Uh, what's the thing? See, this how you know I wasn't paying attention. No, you weren't paying attention. Come church. on, you know what the saying is. Young boys for war, old man for counsel. Ain't that it? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. When you a pastor? <laughs> that, right. That's not in the Bible. <laughs> they used to say it. <laughs> they used to say a lot of stuff that wasn't in the Bible. Never mind. All right. We ain't got to talk about Diddy, but I do want to say, you got your headphones? <laughs> Come on, man. Nope. You gotta nope. You gonna let me get my joke off if we still <laughs> you can, we, no. We can go. We can no, go no. through. Hey, <laughs> me and Gavin just got into it. <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about Diddy. No, However, no, no. can you grab the headphones? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Because they said this is how R. Kelly gonna welcome Diddy in the jail. <laughs> So just so y'all know, if you was expecting us to talk about Diddy, that's the only joke I had. All I was gonna say is Diddy need to move, but we ain't even got to do it. You can't say that shit one. That shit is hilarious. That shit is hilarious. <laughs> you would let that. I might have would have let the Diddy thing pop off. Diddy definitely need to move. Yeah, y'all said Russell Simmons had to move. Yeah, he did. He is he back though? I don't know. I don't know. It's unclear, man. It's unclear. I would concede. That, you know, your emphasis on the music industry and Hollywood being, you know, weirdos. Like, I concede that. I concede that. A lot of creative people weirdos. <laughs> We're going to get to that Kanye West tank I'll, that I got I'll, in the mail. I'll concede that as well. So, you know, but but I think the thing is, because we, you know, as we got in a huge argument last night, we're all finding out this information at the same time. And I just don't want to be on the front end mm. of wrong information. Is that that's that's my only take. Like Ben and Ryan gonna hit me up and say that's wrong. <laughs> Maybe not Ryan. What? Ryan always seems to agree with you on everything. Hey, good going, Ryan. Good well, going. He loses the arguments in our group chat every day, just like you. Hey, and Ryan, Baraka. just have any group chat. That's all you gotta do. Oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that group chat so damn fast. Um All right, where's my thing? Here we go. Let's start the pot. Uh, here we go with me. Come on, sis. Lives. They don't. Question. They just do not. We're gonna start it over. Just a question. Just a, I am agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. Let's start that over. Sorry, y'all. I don't. I don't like how we started that. Give me. Here we go. Black men do not fight hard enough to be a parent in their children's lives. What are gunshots? They just don't. A question. They just do a not. Question. Just a question. Just. A, I am agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. But just a question though. He's only agreeing. Why is it? That they that have to these fight. These men have to fight. The fact that they have to fight is one thing. The fact mm. that they're not fighting enough is another thing. So both things are correct. So I'm agreeing with you. These men are not fighting enough for their child. That's the thing, right? But why is it that virtually every man has to fight to see their child? Why are you complaining about a problem that you created for yourself? I don't want to hear it. You created that problem. Yes. So now you're like, 
oh, I have to fight my way out of my own problems. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we not all adults? I agree. Is life not always mm-hmm. what we want it to be? Yeah. You'll leave her to fight for herself, but you're like, oh, I ain't going to fight for my kid. Why well, I got to fight for my kid mm-hmm. over a problem that you created yourself. Mm-hmm. But we could have all just been like, you know what? I'm, I'm good on the kids. Let me wrap it up. Let me at least get married first. Let me at least try to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Black. Uh, before we get started, Mike has on New Jays and he got his muscles out. <laughs> it's because Gab gonna... don't have the window open here. It's actually. Oh, we do. Sauna. Today I want the outdoor signs My bad No, nah, we good We good We good <laughs> No 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 Alright let's get it Here we go Another I saw you in the comments As soon as I clicked the video Past the mic wheel I said oh shit Yeah 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 No you know my whole thing is Like man protect the all spark Cause mm. you know what she, She's right right But they, they only give you this credit When after they've messed up But yeah Stop stop putting babies in In these women Right we are creating our own problems Right mm-hmm. She's right you know, now that that wasn't her point. Her point was to deflect from the conversation of why do men have to fight at all? Facts. That was the question. And then they do that little slick thing that they do. They create that straw man, right? Which is like, well, you should be responsible for whether or not you have the kid. Both of those arguments are arguments that men need to take control of. One, we are creating our own problems. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and start either snipping, checking ovulation wonder, wrapping it up, right? Stop having babies with women. That we have no intention of marrying. Mm-hmm. But back to the original point, like why are why are the dudes who are the happiest for being fathers, mm. why are the dudes who are the best fathers in or out of the home? Mm-hmm. Right? Why are the guys who are the most egalitarian? Why are they having to fight for their children so hard? Right? They, mm. That's a legitimate question. And I think that I think as black men, we just have a terrible press kit. Our press kit is just like it's it's the pookie kit, right? Like this is what mm. the average black guy. It's like, and the majority of black men are great fathers. Um, look at this. See how many, how far I got? Oh, I went to the whole episode, dog. I spent this morning Ooh. listening to this episode. How was it? Um, interesting. I need you to do me a solid. Yeah. Read that title. Are moms dating their own sons? So. Interesting. A, a mom's dating their own, their own son. That, I can read faster than that. It was actually moving slow. Yeah, it was moving slow. <laughs> um, that was what her podcast episode was about. Yeah. Her podcast was designed to trash black women. She made it very clear. Yeah. Um, on black women raising sons to step in for their husbands, their boyfriends, or their fathers. Yeah. That's what her entire episode was. This black man who got on there. Pointed out to her something, pointed out something to her very early in the podcast. He said, you are using this time to shit on the fact that you date pookies and that y'all have to deal with dating pookies. I will say this. (laughs) Um, And they had a great conversation. But when he said it early, I hate when people say and it's not their fault, because when you get in a podcast, you will say something and you're you'll get off because you got a rest of the episode. He said it and it was so important, but he never comes back to it. And I'm 80 percent done with the episode, but he never goes back to, yo, you are complaining about pookies. And that's such a small percentage of black men. Yes. Um, But he kept just going through. Now, I would say this. I knew everything about kids before I had my own. I knew everything about raising a child, <laughs> right? It's so funny that you can feel that way. This yeah. woman has no kids. Yeah. So she spends an hour discussing raising kids, whether she's talking down on black women, whether she, and that is a disguise. 
The episode was supposed to be about that. That's only like 10% of the episode. Yeah, the rest yeah. of the episode is her shitting on black men. Well, we already know that we are like the, the dunk, bro. Absolutely. And it's like when he got there, he explained that. And then he con- he was like, yo, well, you dating pookies. That's your problem. And then he just, he spends the rest of the episode defending black men to her. Yeah. Um, explaining that, yo, no, I'm a divorcee. I have kids. Um, I don't discipline my kids. I create um what was his term? It was it was amazing. He said, I don't um discipline my kids. But basically he was saying, like, yo, I create environments for my kids where we where I explain to them what's going on. He was like, We as a black community don't understand what discipline is because we think it's whooping their ass. Yeah. He said, We think it's um, you know, spanking them and yelling at them. And he was like well, I think future generations of especially like with black men, I they out of all the black men I know, I only know one family that actually physically disciplined their kids. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. out of, and I'm talking about family. So, I mean, now I don't know what the ladies do. We don't really talk about discipline per se. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, hell, I think most of the women I know are married, too. So, again, so, like, my spear sometimes is a little bit different than what's put projected on the internet. Yeah. But I think I think that whole, like, you know, spare the rod, spoil the child thing, right? I think we start understanding that in context. Like that's not meaning like yo beat your kids. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, facts. Like facts. that. That wasn't what it meant. But you know when you had people that was you know coming out of an apartheid, you know being domestically terrorized for over 80 years, right? And then their grandparents were actually enslaved, right? Mm-hmm. They're also terrorized, right? You, you have a different type of raising that goes on versus when you have a a free generation, right? Like I was born into a relatively free country. My mm-hmm. parents was born into an apartheid, mm-hmm. right? So I'm the first free generation, right? So I'm able to raise my child a lot differently than the way my parents was able to raise me. Facts. So anyway, back back to uh, that was uh, what Amita Amita talking about. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We, um, I, I actually like her stuff. It, it'd be mad wrong, but I actually like listening to her pod. And that was on Mr. Let Go. Um, that was actually a guest on her pod. Yeah, it was a it's not the worst episode. I just felt like I can tell when somebody is talking, especially because I was that person. I remember my sister used to roll her eyes so hard when I used to tell her how to raise her son. Yeah. And, and, yeah, she, and then as soon as mine <laughs> came out, I go to her and I apologize. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, this shit is. Wow. Yeah. This is the Wild West. Y'all really out here just surviving. She's like, yeah, I mean, that's what we're doing out here. But so when I'm listening to her talk and she's like, no, kids like going to their dad's house because y'all don't discipline them. And he's like, no, I talk to my kids. I create control environments where they don't, we don't have to do too much discipline. But he's like, and he tells her, he said, I create a controlled environment that when you come to my house, you already know how to act. He said, if I have to discipline you, it's because you're, Blatantly define me he, yeah. And he explains to her Women Y'all Y'all be with the kids And they just Run them up Because they don't respect you And then he wants to talk about Why kids don't respect black women And it was interesting Because he talked about um, His mom And how he had a great mom But um, She used to let men Come in and out Yeah And He was like Yo I had to grow up at 13 And he was like He's like And you know it's funny He said I never felt bad for my mom because she was a grown woman that made her own decisions that, um, you know, finally I had to man the hell up and say, yo, I'm taking over. And he was she was like, so how did that work? And he said it worked out fine. But at 18, I was like, no, I'm done. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. out. And he was like, now you got to figure it out because I gave you five years of taking care of your shit. 
like whatever. And the energy is is different as well between you know like men and women. Like sometimes like that disrespect is if you you know if you're at a high trouble level every day, eventually it drones out. Fact. Most of the time when men raise their voice, it's to catch the kids' attention, and then typically the voice lowers back down. Facts because it's like all right now now we're communicating. So because I think men. I think sometimes we we ought to get to this right the physical strength of men. Oh gosh! <laughs> like I think sometimes that people underestimate you know the difference in strength between you know males and females. And I think as kids because they're pure, they understand that difference. So you like um, my homegirl, they just had, they have a newborn, her and her mm-hmm. husband, and she was like, man, she was like she felt like she was sick, so he kept the baby all night. She's like she ain't hear she ain't hear him cry once <laughs> all night, right? So she was like she was like I kind of felt away. And I was like, well, just, I was like, look, I said, one of the things you got to understand, I was like, as men, when we're dealing with newborns, we have to be extra gentle mm-hmm. because we, I was like, we, we basically have more torque than what women have. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, I was like, when you pick a kid up fast, you not really going to hurt the kid. I said, if a man comes in there and pick up a kid fast, he can pull an arm out of the socket. Yeah. <laughs> just our torque is different. So I was like, most of the time when men deal with babies or, or little kids, we're actually extra gentle. Whereas the women are just they, they mom and they nurturing, right? I gotta clean your nose, right? <laughs> Dad is coming over there and he's like, I'm being extra gentle with you because God Absolutely. forbid something happens. I, something happens. So rap. So rap. DSS gonna be over here. We all cook. Yeah, we all cook. So it's like I think sometimes that ladies forget that too when it comes to dad parenting that like, yo, it's not that we're like just nicer on the kid. It's God forbid something happens to the child of my care. Yeah, and then you know the other thing, um, and I said this before we, before we dip um, from that topic. It is amazing how women uniquely find ways not to shit on other black women because all <laughs> of her complaints throughout this entire episode is about the product of raising, <sighs> of being raised by a single black woman, yeah. and good or bad, whatever she said, good. And whatever she said bad, it was yeah, that solely, was, that's, that's what that's it was the about. The, the, and, the dude is not there. And because she couldn't single out black women and say, hey, y'all are raising pookies. <laughs> because she couldn't, she took a small percentage yeah. of men and blamed black men for it, which was just, it was just amazing take. But like you said, our PR, um, PR kid is trash. <laughs> PR kid is trash. And we're trying to make it better on here. We're trying to. Um, I want to welcome everybody to episode 130. 1.30, we are moving. Ryan are. and Ben said, Goodness. they heard the episode last week. They said, hey, you might have to go to three, even <laughs> though we told y'all two last week. I said, yo, we got to be making so much money for Mike. To, Mike is just going to quit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I mean, we, I think we're going to get there. I think we eventually going to make it to two. Uh, hey, big ups to everybody that's listening, liking, Thanks. comments. Hey, we read everything, the good and the bad. So, like, sometimes we respond to the bad to more than we respond to the Facts. good. But um, to the people that leave the encouraging comments, like, yo, we appreciate y'all so much. Big ups to the brother in Amsterdam that's listening. Um, one of my favorite cities in the world. So, big ups to you. Appreciate all there. y'all. Why you don't never take me nowhere? Man, because y'all boys married. I know how to behave. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> Announcements. <laughs> <laughs> I do not behave, you know what I'm saying? Um, yo, before we get started, congratulations to Ryan. I know I did it halfway last week. Uh Ryan just got engaged. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Which one is it? Um 
Beautiful Ryan, pics, by the way. Beautiful Did pictures. Did you take those? Nah, they went to Cancun. He wouldn't fly me out, man. He said, <laughs> Gotta fly Gavin out if you want to take pictures. Absolutely. But, you know, <laughs> I'm super happy for him. Um, him and Ann, they have a beautiful daughter who is smart as hell. The only kid who ain't in daycare, but she know how to count to like 50. I don't Ooh. get it. Yeah, she a smart little girl. Um, she's mad cool, too. Uh, but it's funny to see them, watch them grow. I came in at the very... Day baby was clearly here. I know yeah. them from swim class. Um, but yeah, you know, he loves Mike out of us too. He think Mike is always right. Appreciate um, you, man. That's because he from the sticks of North Carolina. You from the sticks of South Carolina. Hey, so, man, yeah. I'm telling you, the country boys, like we be oh, on it, man. Gosh. We be on it because we 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 look at both sides. We laid back. We don't really run into anything. That'd be half of me and Ga- Gavin arguing because Gavin be ready to run into some shit. And I'd be like, oh. <laughs> hey, man, I'm going to play that I'm gonna like, play that introduction from I'm like, Robert again. That shit hilarious. That is, is I might hilarious. put that Send on. Send that to me, actually. <laughs> Send that to me. That is actually hilarious. I need to find a place for that. <laughs> in life. Yeah, in life. I need to find a place for um, that. If you want to ask a dad segment, it is blackdadsclub at gmail.com. We do. We just posted a phone number online. Um, I had one girl who just wrote and said, I got 100 questions for y'all. Uh, don't know if we want all 100 At least not at once But yeah you know what um, Send them all to us at once And we'll just change your name If you need to know the phone number It's 803-216-5598 803 in the building 803. What's the difference between 803 and 843 What part of the state is 843 it? is low country 803 is the Midlands The oh. metro baby Soda City Y'all don't go by that right No we go by the metro Oh, I was just seen Soda City I'll be in Columbia this weekend man For a baby shower Shout out to the baby shower I'll be there um, Dad tip of the week I really don't have one I would say this um, Buy Huggies The diapers <laughs> Are the same price as Pampers But they stretch bigger Yeah So Huggies are good yeah. I, I, got, I got a dad tip of the week If you if you with your kids at 707 Do not take on the 6 foot 6 250 pound former athlete That was That was the stupidest <laughs> Thing ever, I I think part of me was glad that it wasn't a child because the way Cam was manhandling, dude. How how about when we first saw this, the way he handled them, we instantly assumed it was kids, bro. <laughs> I, I think I wrote, I was like, yo, what is Cam doing? Because I'm thinking it's a child. Yeah, you thinking the children that he that he's depleting. Yeah, I'm like, at least he's not punching. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, at least he ain't punching the kids. These are he grown moved. men that Cam is. Tossing, you know, he's not even tossing around. He, he's just like managing them, moving, like loop, like just moving people around the chessboard. Like, all right, you're doing too much. You need to go over here right now. Okay, you're doing too much. Hold on, you sit right there. Oh, give me one of your dreads, and I'm gonna move your <laughs> yeah, whole I'm gonna, body. I'm gonna move your whole body. Oh, uh, that's actually a good fighting technique. Be able to fight somebody. Um, head goes with a hair go. So, yeah, which means true. that Cam actually knows how to move people around. But Mike, he kept his hat on, dude. He didn't, dude. When when they somebody had broken down in slow mo, and they were showing the dude's feet being off the ground, Cam is depleting dudes. He has two dudes' feet off the ground while time. he's moving people around, and he is one guy. And at, and at any given time, there's three to four people on him, and none of y'all can get him on the ground, bro. When the dude in the white shirt came up and punched, and Cam didn't move, but Cam just looks at him like, "What are you? Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> like, are y'all really trying to make me fight y'all? Like, I'm I'm trying to just move y'all around. Bro. Are y'all really trying to get in a fight? Cam was not in a fight. They no. were in a fight. They were in a fight. Cam was just like, "What are we doing? <laughs> what are, what are y'all I'm doing? I'm gonna put it like this: When I worked at the Ritz Carlton, um, when the Panthers went to Super Bowl, 2014. So 15. I think 15 So I think Didn't win I win. was gone by the end Yeah I'm pretty sure I was gone But before then um, Definitely when him and um, 
him and Steve Smith played together, I was working at the Ritz. And I remember we had a CIAA party and Cam Newton came in and I looked up like, oh shit, this is huge. Bro, we talking about without pads on, he's still stocky, like he built. Dude, these are super humans. Like, you know, we I think we had a podcast where we talked about Draymond. And I was like, yo, whatever we saying right now, if Draymond walked in, I am gonna tell him I don't want no smoke, right? Yeah, facts. Like, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, these guys are superhuman. And this is like like this is how strong. These guys are. I learned in the high school. We ended up having the number one tight end in the country um, mm-hmm. in my high school. And I was in the weight class at the end of the day with the. I didn't play football my junior senior year, but I, I still worked out with him. Mm-hmm. This guy was two years behind me. Mm-hmm. And it, he ended up being the number one tight end in the country. He ended up going to South Carolina. And I remember we had a class, right? So, And like, I'm, I was one of the strongest guys. Yeah. In like in weight class, right? So like we were all on the wrestling mat, and I ran up to this dude, and I mean I went into him like all my speed, all my might, because I was gonna scoop him up <laughs> off his feet. I ran into the dude, bam! <laughs> he did not move, and I was like, oh shit, right? Like this boy is big. He's massive. His matter yeah. of fact, his little brother ended up playing quarterback for uh, in the league for a while. You know, started for a few teams, that, and that That's was his wild. little brother. So it's like. Dudes don't understand how strong these guys. Shit, I got a better story. Uh, I was dating. I was dating a girl, Uh-oh. and her roommate was date was dating a football player. Mm-hmm. He was a defensive tackle here in Charlotte, Damn. one of the biggest name defensive tackles. I ain't gonna say who it is. Anyway, that nigga might have been married. She had yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she had this um this chase in her room that she was moving. Yeah, so it was like this huge wooden chase, beautiful wooden chase. You can tell it was expensive as hell, like which she should not have had as a college. College yeah. dinner, right? But she's like, I was like, okay. So she was like, hey, she was like, I need to move this chase because she was moving out. She was like, my friend is coming over. Can you help her move it? Yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, bet, right? Because I'm like, I'm still strong. I'm like, I'm in my twenties at this time, right? Yeah. So you know, I go in there and like I look at the chase and I like tr- try to pick it up to yeah. see like how heavy it is. Dude, this shit had to be like six hundred pounds. <laughs> like so, I because I, I I think I barely got it an inch off the ground, and I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I said it's gonna take more than one person. For us to move this. <laughs> she was just like, no, no, no. He's coming over. He, you know, he can help you pick it. I was like, sis, I'm like, this this chase is huge. I was like, I'm not a weak guy. Yeah. I could barely get it off the ground. It's going to take more than one guy. Then your home, homeboy. To, your homeboy to come and move this chase. She was like, no, you're going to be fine. So dude comes over and uh, he walks in the door. And I'm just like, oh shit, it's XYZ, right? It's Gavin. <laughs> dude, he picks it up. Hell no. Puts it on his back. Nah. And my job was to make sure that the edges did not hit, hit the wall, the oh, wall nah. to knock the pound. That was my job, bro. And at bro. that point, I was like, yo, these NFL dudes are a whole other type of humans. Bro, I remember we was at the job, <laughs> and um, Thomas Davis stops me. He's like, hey, man, I'm at this banquet. I, I don't want to be here. And I'm looking at him like, yo, I watch you every Sunday. Yeah. And he's only like 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, I'm, <laughs> I'm that height, right? Yeah. So we looking out of eye. But of course, I'm 155, and you know this nigga. Yeah, <laughs> 230. Like these, I mean, they his super fist human. probably 155. And then he looked, and I looked at his plate, and he was complaining about the food because he wanted more. And I'm like, yo, I get full off of that. <laughs> and I remember, like, because it's a banquet, but you getting, you know, they giving you a vegetable, yeah. they giving you protein, they giving you starches, you getting bread, all this. And he's like, he looks at me, he goes, yo, I'm a big guy, and I think he. <laughs> I think he kind of like put his hand on my shoulder, let me know, like, bro, can you please just give me more food? Yeah. And we're going to get it to him. And I remember going to my boss and I was like, yo, Thomas Davis just said he's still hungry. And he looked at me. He just bust out laughing. He was like, we would have a pro bowler in here eating only like three pieces of 
breast, chicken breast. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? But anyway, let me get, let's get to this part. Who do you feel bad for the most in this situation? Because for me, or who, like, I, or not even that, but more disappointed in. You know, because there is a other side to this. There, it, it there is, bad. but I think I, th- I think the internet has reduced, like, it's made athletes so accessible that mm. we think that they're normal people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and they're not normal people. Mm-hmm. You know, like those, like those four guys, like, y'all gotta hope Cam Newton isn't mad. Fact. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, like yeah. there's so many other ramifications that can come from that. And I think that I think the I think the real loser is, you know, the kids if Cam decides that he doesn't want to come out yeah. anymore to seven oh seven. Because how cool is it to come out on seven oh seven and you know you get to perform in front of Cam Newton? Absolutely. So I think I think the biggest loser is the kids. I think the second loser is Cam because like, yo, this dude had to he he couldn't throw a punch. You said something that was amazing in the group chat. You said the guys are lucky Cam didn't throw them over that rail. Yeah. And I didn't even think about that part. Yeah. Right? Like, cause he, you're right. He, I mean, he was just tossing around. Like he easily could have just said, you know what? One, two, three, four. All y'all I'm, over the rail. And I'm leaving. Now. And I'm leaving. <laughs> and you know, it was amazing. I do feel bad for the kids um, because of resources, but also it's like, oh damn, if you playing at a 707, like it does get to this point of, all right, especially in a kid and you're impressionable and let's say father there or not, you might start thinking like, yo, this is how we can behave at sporting events, right? Yeah. And that's a tough part to see. Um, the other thing is, you know, I was listening to The Pivot this morning and they were talking about it. And, you know, one of the number one things they talked about is like, you know, being an athlete, people come up and they just assume you sweet. Yeah. And whatever they may look like. I got to put it in my notes to watch The Pivot. Yeah, and they were talking about how People, testosterone get built up and they don't know that, yo, as an athlete, I've been talking trash with the best of them for my whole life. Yeah. So when an athlete and he was saying they were saying like, damn, sometimes these parents, they get offended because it's like, yo, I'm I am the millionaire. I am the the dad who made it to the league, who was the MVP, who did play in the Super Bowl. And you just the Pop Warner dad. Yeah. And we talking trash and you got to go home with that in front of your kids. You know, it was super interesting, man. Um, I might want to talk about Killer Mike. Hold on. Let me just just for reference, even though we're not going to go back to it, man. Hold on. What my video <laughs> at, man? Because what y'all not going to do is take away my joy because we can't talk about a certain guy. Um, Hold on, y'all, because it, it's still it's just as funny the second time. Yo, who whoever wrote that tweet and said this is how R. Kelly gonna sing the Diddy come in? That you are amazing. Hey man, the internet is hilarious, man. That's like the the, the Cam New meme. If I say you this, I don't need no help, bro. My man kept his hat on, bro. Bro, he never left his feet, bro. You got bro, you are tossing dudes. I do. We thought, dude, we thought they were kids. Um, I will say this. Let me tell you what pissed me off. I did not like. Uh, I don't like the radio station interviewing the two dudes. They did an interview, bro. Today it yeah. dropped today. I send it to you. And I, they th- get, I think I added in the show notes. I saw. I saw a clip of it. Yeah, that yeah. pissed me off. I mean, I guess like you do want to get clicks. A radio station. It is beneficial for both parties, right? And it's all about clout. Cool. But I just looked at it and said, "Damn, y'all getting on to say, yo, 
we've been trash talking. It's a football event. Um, you know, a and kids football event. Though, let's be clear. Absolutely, like it's not their seven oh seven. It's not. It's the kids seven oh seven. Dude, but, like uh, y'all, y'all doing an interview, and then the one dude was like, and I get the one dude. I ain't gonna be mad. I saw my brother getting into it. And you know him and Cam was putting their hands on each other, so I ran up, and it's like, damn, bro, see bro, what happened? You I love, I love my brother. brother more than anything. Like I, I you know, I almost had to run a mission on behalf of my brother, bro. <laughs> Shout out to him. If I see, if I see my brother, if I see my brother and Cam getting into it, I'm grabbing my brother. I'm not grabbing Cam. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like, yo, go, chill out, bro. What happened? What happened? Let's talk. Uh, as I got you Yeah let's let, let's talk Let's figure out what happened man Like we cannot let this guy Embarrass us like this Man I'm fighting for ass man That's my guy man Hey I'm, a, I'm a, Hey we'll fight if we no, We're not gonna fight We'll take care of it If we have to You know Only problem I got with your brother He didn't call me back uh, Last week Yeah that boy busy man He stay busy Alright here we go A person who has incentive to marry And a person who becomes a taxpayer And not just a taker of taxes Mm, hold on, let's start it over because y'all know Pregnant as a teenager, young man and woman get pregnant. This is the two-year plan. First two years are debt-free. You don't have to pay the government anything back. So she doesn't get to drag him into court and say, and the court doesn't say you owe us money for investing in your child through food programs, through early Head Start programs. Because in those two years, the boy has the option, or not an option, he has the demand of the co-man to then go to a trade school. You have to go to a trade school, which incentivize the United States to do it because we need more trades people. We, we do. don't have enough carpenters, we don't have enough electricians, we don't have enough people building roads. In my community, the girls are going to college and graduating. They have no men to marry because the boys are not going to college in the same way. My teachers were married to a tradesman. My teacher who we call doctor, her her her, her husband owns a locksmith company. Her husband was a was a carpenter, was a mechanic. So they had a good life. Their kids went to school right the same schools we went to. I think that the incentive to solving the child support problem and a part of solving our infrastructure problem is to incentivize young boys who have gotten a girl pregnant. You must now go through two years of trade school. Um, So the reason why I put that in there is I think this is a good example of why entertainers should not make policy. <laughs> like, like that was my that was my first thing. It's like you know, like we we cannot say like, hey, make a kid out of wedlock because the 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 individual that he's referring to are the same people that Amita was referring to, the Pookies. Absolutely. And the Pook the, the Pookies don't have enough discipline to not make babies out of wedlock over and over again. They're not going to go to trade school for two years. They need to though. Yeah, but here's the thing. So what we gonna do? Are we gonna are we gonna need to? Because the only thing that's gonna happen is it's gonna be just like child support, right? Like if you don't pay child support, you go to jail, mm-hmm. right? As a man, not as a woman. As a man, if you don't pay child support, you're going to jail. It's gonna be the same thing. If you don't go to trade school, you don't pass. You don't pass trade school. That is what will happen. You're right about <laughs> you, that. I didn't think about that. You're gonna to go to jail, right? Second thing is gonna happen is they're gonna cap wages, right? Because they're gonna have all this free labor that's coming, all this extra labor that's coming in in welding, in HVAC, in whatever it is, right? So instead of you making the 27 that you should have made to start, it's gonna be 17, mm-hmm. right? This is why entertainers should not make pause because they don't think anything through. They just come in and they say, hey, this is a good idea. And Massa, what do you think about this idea? And then Massa say, you know what? It's a good idea, man. You know, rapper, Mr. Rapper, that's a good idea. Let's make pause because we're about to pimp the fuck out of y'all. Uh, <laughs> like that, 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 Every single time, man, like that gets on my nerve. By the way, this is somebody that I like. I am very, very objectionable. This is somebody I actually it's like. Because he in the Dungeon Family clique. Yeah, probably. We're going to get that too. Probably. We're going to get that. And y'all pissed me off to have last week. Y'all made a video that had 2,000 views go six times platinum down yeah. in my book. And it cussed me out for 20 days straight. Um, 
I do. So you know what? I do remember two boys in particular. Um, they were the first two guys who I knew had kids. Right. Um, right now, one of those people has full custody. Of his sons, yeah. Soul custody. Excuse me. Let me be clear. Um, his baby mom ain't shit. She just fell off the wagon. You know. Yeah. She found. A, I don't know. If she found. Never mind. <laughs> um, I would tell y'all they're kidding me, but that's a whole nother subject. Can't even do that. Yeah, can't even do um, that. <laughs> but as a matter of fact, I will say this: my cousin he has sole custody of his kids. Yeah. Like it is what it is. He got two boys. He take care of them, and it's so it was beautiful because my cousin graduated high school. Um, he was working with my dad. My dad's teaching him trades. You yeah. know, my parents had a cleaning business, but yeah. my dad's teaching about flooring and all this other stuff, right? And um, I ran into my cousin because I remember he was like, y'all need more consistent work. Um, so he started working for a moving company. So I saw him. I, I see him every like maybe two or three times a year. But I ran into him at the gas station. He's like, yo, I'm a project manager now at my company. Yeah. And I just were like, I could have cried because I'm, I know him, whether that was having educational and learning disability problems in high school yeah. to say, yo, something that he got a job simply because I just had a child young. Yep. I got to figure this shit out. And now he's like, no, nah, I'm a project manager at this company. I could have literally cried at the gas station. Right. Um, and I got to call you, bro, because I needed you for something. Yeah. Um, anyway, and the other guy, no, I won't say his name, but he's married to his wife. They have a bunch of kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I remember those two guys um, both had similar stories in school. They both actually attended the same school that um you know, once you're not a you're not acting right in school, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. the behavior schools, they yeah. both went there. Surprisingly, they both the same age. Um, both both of them are full time fathers today. Um, and they both make great money because they work hard and everything. And I just remember when they uh got their girls pregnant, it was a damn, what are they going to do? Now yeah. they figured it out. So I get what Killer Mike is trying to get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yo. We do have these young boys at 17, at 18, and they're men at that point. I I, I do want to do better at that. Stop calling y'all boys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> see, Mike is rubbing off. I'm being nicer. <laughs> but um, I do know that when we are young, it is tough because I know I'm going to college yeah. at 18, and I'm looking at them, and it's like, but that's not, because they don't have a job, ain't stopping them from fucking. No, 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 and and, and 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 I think that that that's the thing where I'm like, yo, we we keep having these unrealistic expectations, mm-hmm. and then we say, well, let let's try to provide a remedy now to the symptom, right? Well, yeah. how about we prevent the symptoms? Absolutely, like you know, what I'm saying, let's get ahead of these young boys having kids out of wedlock, right? Mm-hmm. Ovulation windows, condoms. Things of that nature, making sure that the people understand that, like, yo, we don't have to have young babies. And, and we have fixed that problem. When I was in high school, teenage pregnancy was on the rise. Yeah, yeah. I was giving babies to kids in high school, like then, the little dolls, right? Yeah, yeah. And then they they, they fixed it, and then, you know, it's, it, it went lower. Why did they stop doing that? Stop doing what? Giving their babies to well, the Well, I mean, the, the, the rates started dropping. Like, it, like mm. the rates was going up between the 80s and the 90s. Like, I, I'll, I'll say as a teenager, like that was kind of my thing. It's like, damn, am I going to be a teenage dad? Like that was mm-hmm. something that men was terrified of. And yeah. here's the thing. No one ever said to us like, yo, like women don't ovulate every day. You do. Right. <laughs> no one like if someone just would have broken down. We would have probably been OK. But, you know, we think like, yo, every time I have sex, I can have a baby. Yo, man. And it was it like through the comment. <clears throat> yeah. So it's like I wish, uh, you know. What Killer Mike is saying, it sounds good in principle, but this is again, this is why like think tanks need to have the psychologists, the sociologists, mm-hmm. you know, people that's in there that can actually create policy. Because when the Killer Mike's create policies, it 
it creates more problems. And I agree with him. I think I think I think black men would do way better in trades. Yeah, you know, um, and we'll we'll play this the kid clip right quick. He has always been a proponent of trade school. Yeah, he has. But, but Killer Mike also we about to we about to about to torture you a little bit right here. Come on. That Only my kids cuz I like go cutting. into the sun. What do you what do you start? So, let me ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to be? A pediatrician. A pediatrician. Yes, I want to be a scientist and I'll try to find the cure for cancer. And yeah, and I'm going to be I'm going <laughs> to make a rocket. Gotcha. That can go into the sun. What do you what are you going to be, Miro? A president and I will make um You want to be a president? Yes, Mason. I forgot to tell you, I'm going to be a scientist, remember? Yes. And I'm going to make this potion that will make my well, whole family superheroes. You owe your parents not to dream big. You know, you owe, owe it to your parents to dream practical and start making money as soon as you can. Like, you're not going to be able to be president. Do you guys know what a carpenter is? <laughs> yes. I do, la- do like how the young black boy gave the white boy the side eye when he said, I'm going to make my parents superheroes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and here's the thing. I am pretty sure this is edited and clipped for me to be outraged. Especially if I was a producer. So, so I'm not, I am not outraged, right? Okay. But those kids are probably about, what, 9, 10 years old? Uh, yeah. And th- right now, they're probably, because that came out of 2020. Yeah. So, they're probably about... They're older now. They in high school now. They're in probably. high school now. So, you know, so kill him like, you know, the, the one boy that watched Barack Obama be president, he makes mm-hmm. a comment. He's like, yo, I want to be president, right? Mm-hmm. Kill him like, he's like, ah, you need to be something more realistic. You need to be a carpenter, right? Whereas the little, you know, white boy is saying, that, like, hey, I want to create a cure for cancer. You know, I want to drive a rocket ship drive, into uh, the sun. Yeah, you know. <laughs> And he, he 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 might be getting this Elon Musk on right because Elon Musk makes rocket ships and bill card right. So you know, but but the, here's the thing, right? When it came to the look to black boy dreaming, you know, mm-hmm. Killer Mike's like, oh, you need to choose something more realistic. When when I was a young boy, there was there was no way you could have told my grandmother that there was going to be a black president, right? Mm-hmm. You know, say so in the eighties and early nineties. Like, but I remember telling my granddad, calling him, was like. You see, they saying Obama might run. I remember my granddad said, <laughs> "Yeah," and I was just like, "But then I had to remind myself he were they put clan flyers on his house." Yeah, yeah, so, he couldn't drink out of water fountains, right? Absolutely. So, so you know, so I mean, you know, what did it say? A dream deferred is a dream denied, right? Mm-hmm. So, I the reason why that clip, I, I would have never played this clip if Killer Mike would not have made that speech at the Grammys. Mm. Right. Let me play it. Yeah, let's go ahead and play that. Let's, like, like I would, I would have never. And, and again, we're talking about Killer Mike's policy like and why that. athletes and entertainers should not be speaking on policy. I rock with you, Killer Mike. I don't care what Mike says. I don't. Um, you know what I'm saying? I rock with you. I rock with Outkast and everybody. <laughs> now you rock with Outkast. And the Grammy goes to scientists and engineers, Killer Mike. <laughs> I'll skip it here. Let's skip it to. Uh, let's give it to uh, let me start talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Forty-eight minute, forty-eight uh, second mark. All right, here we go, man. Much of your time. Hopefully, I get to come back up here. I heard you guys clapping when they called my name, so I'm gonna take my shades off. <laughs> I want to say I'm from the southeast, like DJ Paul. Um, South got something I'm, to say. I'm a black man in America, and as Shout a kid, out. I had a dream. To become a part of music. Oh, he had a dream. And that nine-year-old is excited <laughs> oh, to dance inside oh. of me right now. I oh. want to thank Loma Vista. 
Adam, Tom, Todd, ah. Ryan, all of you guys. I want to thank my management company, my manager. Come on, man. Back. Come on, man. The nine-year-old inside of him is, is happy. The nine-year-old inside of him is happy. And again, it is, it is so hard. Um, it's hard. It's hard to push through when people are don't believe in you. Like it's easy to quit. I, I actually had a conversation with somebody that I care about a lot that hit me up and was just like, Hey, sometimes you say things that, you know, I think you feel firmly about and it makes me basically not like you. It makes me see you, you know, as a chauvinist or whatever, right? Mm. And there's somebody that I actually respect and care about a lot. And I was just like, damn It wasn't me, y'all. Well it was not Gavin, right? And I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, if I make if this pod with the shade room Nobody would give a fuck. Everybody would be like, yo, that shit's that so true. goddamn funny, right? But when you start sitting here and saying, like, all right, like, how do we make ourselves better men? And part of that being better men is making better decisions in all parts of our lives. That becomes offensive. And the reason, and, and I think some of the reasoning behind it is because a lot of our culture right now is shaped by entertainers and athletes. It's not, it's not shaped by actual sociologists and psychologists and people who actually study nature and the environment. And I think that's intentional. I think that's by design. And that's one of the reasons why I was like, ah, you know, I, I, I like Killer Mike, but I didn't like that. I didn't like because when he made that Grammy speech, I was like, damn, that sounds familiar. And then somebody had posted that clip and I was like, that's where it came from, right? A dream deferred is a dream denied. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so again, I always look at like how people, how people go talk to you about, yay, you might not be able to do that. But when it comes to themselves, they're like, shh, man, I, can yeah. dream, I can dream as big as I want. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Speaking of dreaming, my favorite part of the show. Uh-oh. Who know you got the victory? Uh, what's coming up in the church? Now? I want on, the this is becoming my least favorite part like of the show. I want to know what the hell Gavin got planned. Hey, man. I love a good run on the organ. Hey, no, I Especially we get Dwight to do it. Dwight, you do a good job, man. Dwight be playing, though. He be sometimes showing up to church, man. <laughs> I'm going to start calling out people at the church, man. Dwight, hey, people be- don't show up at the church. We're going to start calling them out on the pod. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I used to like Dwight. You used to go over there and sit down. Dwight be so nonchalant. I'm just like, man, eh, I'm here. I'm a boy, man. It's a it's a talent given to my whole family. <laughs> it really is. So- <laughs> Every last one of them can play an instrument or sing. Ridiculous It's not fair Ridiculous Cause I can't do two different things With my hands That's how I know I won't well Do well in a threesome <laughs> Alright Speaking <Plot> <laughs> Hey man Y'all favorite boy Here we go and Later I meet C Oh god And When I walked in the room And I saw You know Little future He's nine months oh. of the time Or whatever And he crawls in my lap And it was like You know This is gonna be my responsibility God, I remember, I remember leaving that night, and God saying, "This is, this God's, God said, saying to me, raising this child, it's, it's going to be your responsibility." God, God there that, we um, go. God All right, that. you got an answer for that, buddy. Hey, first off, you know, anytime somebody say God <laughs> says something, you know that sets me off. <laughs> Welcome to the church. That now. sets me off. <laughs> but I'm not gonna fall for this trap today. I don't have anything bad to say about Russ. Uh, I, I, I am gonna say this though. I am gonna say this. Y'all got to stop dating girls with infants, man. Facts. Nine months old. Oh, <laughs> you taking up as the deacon of the church. First of all, I'm going to highlight this. Mike is Mike hates it when y'all put it on God and I'm with him um, to say God told you to date a woman going through postpartum. 
Yeah. And she already showing you her baby. Yeah, like the, like you got a little baby crawling on you, and you like, yo, this is my responsibility. Your no. responsibility might be to reach out to the kid's father and say, hey, I, I what like happened? I like your kid's mom. You know, I, I might be around. Um, can we have a relationship? Because this is your, this is your, you know, I'm not saying I know I'm gonna say this is your seat. Yeah, right? like this is your seat. I, I, he got your name. I, yeah, like <laughs> he got your stage name, not even your real name. He got your stage name. Like it's so much. It's so many red flags right here. But they 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 washed all that red out of the flags. It's nothing but white flags now. Y'all can have it. Big ups to y'all. Big ups to Saint CC. Um, you know she mother CC. Yeah, she had a baby by um a Pookie. And big ups to any man that comes in and raises another Pookie's child, man. Um, big ups to y'all. Not my cup of tea, but whatever. Big ups to y'all. Um, I say this to what I said to Ashley, to Daryl, to Trey, to all involved. Y'all ain't never seen me write a status about Russ. Y'all can't find an episode where me and Mike discuss Russ and being a stepdad. <laughs> um, and I will say this: and me and Mike might see stuff differently on stepfathers. If a stepfather decides to come in and take care of a child, to me, that's the bare fucking minimum, bro. <laughs> so I'm not going to celebrate the bare fucking minimum. If you decide to get with a woman and she has a child and you think that it's cool and it's commendable and it's, you know, admirable that you are running around saying, hey, I treat this kid like my other child. Slow fucking hand clap for you, because I remember when I was at church one day and this chick, I'm still mad at her. And I would say a name, but Mike know her. She Ooh. Mike age. And I remember she did not congratulate me for graduating college, but she stood up in church and congratulated a nigga for graduating high school. And I was so pissed until my mom reminded me that, hey, that kid might have overachieved. Uh. You might have hit the bare minimum. Now, my mom was lying because she still ain't fixed. Like my mom pissed me off. You know what I'm saying? But my mom tried to shoot the chick some bail, but whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm I don't have nothing to say. I don't care. Look. Like, I mean, look, my, my whole thing is like, I mean, I look, I'm sorry, man. Nine months though. Nine that's months. Rough. Like, come on, man. Like nine months, like yo, did you even try? Did, Bro, did you did you even did you, did you even give it a college attempt? I'm looking at C like, damn, you let a nigga come around seeing your baby, your infant? Yo, yo, infant? A new nigga? I, I, that's wild. That, that's that, that is what it's it's wild to me. Not my cup of tea, but to everybody that supported, hey man, fuck it, hey, big um, up to y'all. There's a spiritual party coming to Charlotte. Spiritual they party, are, like what? They doing a DJ. It's gonna be oh the the, the the um the, the um they gonna have all the Christian music. Yeah, the Christian party. Hey, well, all the freaks gonna be out there. Bruh, I might. It, it's what time? Be, it, what time is gonna be? I did laugh. I think it was like at seven. It's from like seven to ten. I was laughing because somebody was like, "Yo, where the pregame at?" And now I think they were serious. <laughs> I did laugh at that in the comments. I would go I, to the pregame. You're right. You know, if there is a pregame, I would absolutely show up at the pregame because everybody know that all the freaks are in church. Absolutely. Um, on the second shut-in, we have with Wendy Williams. Hey, boy, you nailed this segment today. Uh, Kevin it, said the sick of the shut-in. It. I came in at the end of Wendy Williams' run. She was. Uh, by the time I personally found out about Wendy Williams. Charlemagne wasn't even on there. He was like in his last stages on her show, right? Yeah. Um, and then we knew Wendy. I know Wendy of the show. Um, to hear older people talk about Wendy, whether she was on Hot 97, um, and talk about how messy and nasty and rude she was. Um, it's Wendy, th- yeah. Wendy, she Wendy was rough. Was a, Wendy, Wendy was a mess. And like, <laughs> Wendy was honestly probably about 15 years too early because if Wendy Williams oh was in the podcasting, Blog world, like my goodness, <laughs> the, the, the trauma. Cause she did all this from like one radio station, bro. 
Yeah. And she, and she was wreaking havoc. But I, I will say that, like, despite all of that, I have to give big ups to black men, especially black mm. men, that Wendy Williams actually derided and destroyed mm-hmm. on her radio show that nobody is, like, celebrating her demise, man. Yeah, and, you know, it's... Everybody's kind of like, uh, you know, I'm not... I'm not going to, like, you know, say, hey, I hope everything is well because... You know, you did destroy a lot. I'm like, man, like, go check out. I mean, if you see if you can find some of the old episodes on YouTube, man. Oh, bro. W- Wendy was forever talking about somebody's side chick, sexuality, the kids, <laughs> the kids. Like, mm-hmm. it, it was it was crazy. But yeah. to see, like, you know, there's no like, I love that about us as men is that you know when we see somebody that's like really falling apart, we don't really rush to celebrate it. We kind of just be like, ah, right. it is what it is. It man. is what it is. Um. Oh, before we get to the last week, I do want to say I've been watching Love is Blind. I am caught up. I do want to ask you something because you said last week you need if you're going to cheat, you have to come home by what time? Oh, you got to cheat. You got you to gotta be home by like, honestly, like 2, 230. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to my man who yeah. uh, he sent his fiance his. So Love is Blind, you get strangers. They select somebody without seeing them. Yeah. Um. If you do select each other, y'all both have to agree. You automatically get engaged, and then you got three weeks before you get married. Okay. All right. Totally shit show. This is not. <laughs> I do want to know: Do these marriages count towards the divorce rate? Ooh, that's a good question. Like they're not made set up to probably survive, so, right? probably um, so. But um, one of the guys, you know, they living together. Everybody was making the jokes because they put them in an apartment complex in Pineville. And if anybody <laughs> know anything about Charlotte, Pineville is like a thirty minute commute to uptown. Um, but the dude gave his fiance his location, and he was at Lost and Found at six in the morning, bro. Yeah, I think no, I think we said last week that you can't come <laughs> in at six, right? I think we said all the problems that had happened, but it was because like my boy showed up way too late. <laughs> yeah, so my <laughs> man was at, at bro. But my boy was not cheating. We Bruh. just we just we was out hanging out, drinking too much. We all lost our watches. Yeah, we, yeah, that, we, that happened. But this man was at Lost and Found at six. Yeah, I don't think you. I don't, if you had Lost and Found at six, you you've been locked in the building because <laughs> it's it. closed, <laughs> bro. I saw that, and I will say this. Uh, I'm gonna say this delicately. Delicately, I think it's nasty work that uh, people are coming out saying that uh, Netflix was promoting this show on Grinder to get people to sign up. No and way. This was a uh, fully. I have a homeboy who showed me. Um, and I didn't, you know, it's funny. I mentioned to my sister and she was like, no, nah, I know a bunch of gay boys who apply for the show. Like they, well, I, mean, I can see that. Cause it's, it's celebrity being on TV. Like if you want to get into acting, so I, I, I can see that. That's the thing. What type of games are we playing where you got heterosexual people on a dating show trying to get married and you trying to, what if, and I'm not even going to get into who was on the other side and I would, I tell you off Mike. Because I don't feel like bleeping. It's too much editing for yeah. me. But what if you think the other person on the side of that window is a, a part of a community that you're not a part of? Even if it's like, are you going to guarantee like, hey, this is the gay pod or well, this the lesbian pod? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, th- I or think the bisexual pod. I, I think it's I think stuff like that is costing reality shows. I think it's costing mm. day naps. You know, I, I think a lot of like, you know, they're not approaching anymore mm-hmm. is, is doing part to, you know, fellas being like, man, I, it's too many hoops for me to jump through to try to figure out. Yeah. Am I getting what I want? Right. Yeah. And then you have guys that, you know, you know, if they, so let's say if Netflix was recruiting 
off of Grinder. We know that Grinder is a gay app, right? Mm-hmm. And they're bringing those guys on, right? I'm, I'm assuming you're saying they're bringing those guys on to marry women, right? That's what the presumption to me would. Yeah. Be. So, so if they're if they're actually doing that, right? Then that goes into the whole thing of like, yo, that person is going to perform everything that that woman wants, mm-hmm. and then her perception of men becomes that performance, mm. right? It doesn't, mm-hmm. it's not what, who men actually are. Yeah. It's the performance. And I think a lot, I, I do think a lot of what men deal with is having to deal with the performance, not so much of guys like that, but mm-hmm. the performance of the simps, right? Yeah. You know, this idea is like, Oh, I'm doing all I can because, Oh shit. I left a perfect clip out for that. Uh, <laughs> I'll put it in notes for next week, <laughs> but it's this idea of the performance of, I'm telling you everything you want to hear. Cause I'm just trying to get the pussy. Yeah. And then once I get the pussy, then now I'm, now I'm worse than the man that you turned down. Yeah. And um, shout out to the middle school teacher. Uh, I knew your relationship to the white girl was over. As soon as the <laughs> only black girl came up to you and said, how is she going to raise black children? Ooh. I said, that shit is cooked. I looked over at my wife, who's not black, and I Uh-oh. said, oh, this is over. Uh-oh. What? I looked over. I I gonna I said, go there. I, I told, <laughs> come on, man. I, I ain't going to go there on the show. I can't wait for one of y'all women to bring me on y'all podcast so I can tear y'all ass up about that. <laughs> but I looked at my wife. I said, that's cooked. And, I, and then I told my wife, I was like, yo, I had to ask you a couple questions. You know what I'm saying? Just real talk. Like, yeah, if we yeah, being yeah. real, when you having relations with somebody and y'all deciding to have a kid, it is important. Shit, it's important if y'all the same race because you never know. It's one of the first things that I, I, I mentioned. It's like, hey, I, I, it's going to be an Afro whatever baby. Yeah. Just making sure you understand make that. Make sure you understand that. <laughs> like, Afro whatever. But the black girl went over to him and she said, yo. How she's going to raise black kids. I looked over at my wife. I said, this is done. He will not be with her. Despite the allegations his cousin is putting on him on the internet. Um, Last week, last week, we, uh, I want to apologize to Atlanta. I want to apologize to Outkast. I want to apologize to Big Boy in particular. Um, because you was my, always my favorite out of Outkast. I like Big Boy. Andre 3000, you are in my top 10, I think, rappers. The low at five, but it's cool. <laughs> um, I want to apologize to Decatur. Uh, what's else down there? Two Chains, Ludacris. I want to apologize to everybody. And Future is my guy. I listen to more Future than anybody. Yeah, that's the crazy part. Like yeah. that is your dude. But that's why I had to. T- I had to limit who you could include in the argument. I, <laughs> I made it very clear. Um, I stand by everything I say, but one thing I do need to clear up. It was never in my intentions. And it was completely wrong, especially watching it. And I, you know, the joke is, I text Mike. I say, "Y'all, I'm gonna clip this, and they gonna eat. They gonna tear my ass." Yeah, he, he, Gavin really <laughs> sacrificed himself last week. I don't do that shit, but Gavin actually did that. He put he put himself on the cross, and uh, and the cross he did, and the cross <laughs> because it does come off as disrespectful to outcast the way I was talking. And I never wanted that to come off. Plus, I want to be able to go back to Atlanta. 85 <laughs> is a big highway in this country, so I yeah. want to be able to go back. Um, shout out to Allure, the strip club. And you amazing. are identifiable, too. Woo. You be the fuck around and went down there. Motherfucker be like, that's that little light-skinned nigga look, right there. Look, they got guns down there in Georgia, too. They shoot at the gas station. Um, but nah, I still stand by what I say. 30 years, Kanye's above. And I'm here to give out my top five. Oh, that's what, what, what is your top five? Top five most inf- influential, influential. hip hop. So we're not talking artists. about lyricists. We just say nah, like nah, influence, nah, culture nah, influence. Nah, nah. All right. Because go. if we ever did lyrics, it's three stacks in my top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, no particular but you know order. How, but the comment section was convoluting a lot of shit. Because I was just like, damn, did I say the South? I, I said Atlanta. <laughs> you did. Um, 
they started thinking we were talking about our top five artists. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They yeah. thought you were, you know, you was talking about commercially. We have a comprehension problem. We really in this country. The, oh, inter- the internet has thrown all of us together. Yo, back in the day, <laughs> they would put the smart kids in one class, yeah. the own path kids with another class. Um, People that need a little bit more help on one class, yes. and then the people who need a lot of help was in the trailers eating ramen. And what ended up happening is they gave us the internet at internet, the same time, and they threw us all together. And and and, I, and we would do well to remember that. At Absolutely. Time. And so, um, my top five. I'm gonna go through this quick. No particular order. Dr. Dre. Okay. Influence. I can get it. Puff Daddy. <laughs> Uh, Jay Z, he know I <laughs> absolutely. Um, yay, and I'm giving Little Wayne. Uh, before and then next, I have no problem with putting Outcast. Oh man, I I, so I, 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 didn't, I didn't think of like my top five influences. Yeah, I, I, I didn't would, tell you. I, 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 I would I would I would agree. Uh, Dre, I definitely think he made West Coast uh, move to a different level. Like move yeah. to a different level. I'm not saying that the West Coast because y'all boy y'all I love the West. <laughs> did not say that the West Coast did not exist. Before Dre, uh, Jay Z, I Jay Z reinvented himself at least twice with the help uh, of Kanye. Yeah, with the help of Kanye, uh, I I would give Kanye as as a top five influential person. Look, man, I, I, I would I would do that. Look, I would do that. But good, I, but the Dungeon Family, right? The South, the South changing music and hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like if, if if the South does not emerge, like we would have had hip hop. I mean, obviously we'd have hip hop, mm-hmm. but I don't think it would have been as good as it was. Like the run that hip hop had, right? Yo, that was because the South came in. Whether it was you know the Memphis drums, mm-hmm. the slowing in Houston, yeah. the Atlanta swag, which was like a country boy the runchiness swag. of Miami. Yeah, the runchiness of, of of Miami, like that. Took hip hop to a levels where it could be creative, mm-hmm. you know. So like, you know, up yeah. until that point, I don't think that that, that was happening. And that was it wasn't. And I love everybody who were trying to prove to us. Some of y'all was help proving our point. <laughs> like when y'all was coming to Mike and naming out artists, like this person was rapping before Andre Three Thousand. Yeah. I'm like, damn, that artist is so small. He is trying to say, hey, these artists. Took it global, yeah, like, I, but y'all, I, love, I love Mr. Big. You bro, know what I'm saying? So, but it's like, yo, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that Mr. Big was topping the chart, bro. He was topping the chart in the metro. Comprehension was. <laughs> he low. wasn't topping the chart across the country. So it's like, yo, a lot of those guys are my favorite artists. Uh, Scarface. I, in my high school, I don't think any. I don't think any rap group was big enough. Scar. I was like one of the few mm-hmm. Outkast fans. Remember, they they hit they hit the ground running at the same time, and you had like a lot of. Underground mixtapes and, mm-hmm. and things, so you you would know about people before they would actually hit the scene, right? Absolutely. Like even like with the source, like they'd have unsigned hype, mm-hmm. and like those were all the artists that you know in your region you knew who already. those guys were already. Mm-hmm. Like Luda, we knew who Luda was way before he ever went commercial. Absolutely. So I was like, I I think sometimes, man, I think sometimes after two decades, we kind of. A lot of us just don't remember everything, and I think that becomes the problem. And I have to remind myself because I do sometimes I do get annoyed because I'm like, yo, I didn't say that, but uh, I do have to remind myself that the internet has thrown us all together, yeah. And people do have a comprehension problem, and it's not personally at me. It at ain't, time. man. Um, last week I got a a packet in the mail that was smaller than my wallet. <laughs> didn't know what it was, but I saw Yeezy on the from address. And my, I opened it and it's the tank top I bought for my wife. And I remember taking it out and my wife looked at it and said, I can't get in that. <laughs> what, what size did you order? I ordered her 
A medium. All right, so, so, so you ordered the, the, the appropriate size. Not saying that Facts. you're a medium, Rena, if you're still here at this <laughs> part of the pod. <laughs> My girl <laughs> lost too much weight. Yeah, but but so you ordered the right size, mm-hmm. and it was still. Mike. Is it the, like a, like, what? Mike. what is Yay doing here, man? He wants us to dress like his wife. I mean, here's the joke for me. I looked at it on, on they didn't give sizes. They gave numbers, yeah. right? And then they told you what the model size were. Yeah. So the model breast size was bigger than my wife. The model weighed more than my wife, and she was taller than my wife. So I said, "I'm gonna get a medium just to see." Yeah, 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 yeah. Because she was wearing a medium. Man, that shit came in. First of all, I'm giving Kanye this. The shit fit. It fit like a glove, <laughs> like a glove. It stretched to her body, and that shit fit. It is completely see-through, so I, and but I mean it does say wet across yeah, the table. Yeah, 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 so I told yeah. my wife, I said, "Yo, you can't wear this nowhere. Like, no, you I mean, can't wear it nowhere, but but the house. But, yeah. but how does it look though? Like aesthetically, do you like it? Oh yeah, yeah. Now that shit right. All right, I need, I need yeah, Oh, get a couple. I need to get a couple of dollars. Yeah, I need a couple dollars. Yeah, pass them shits out, <laughs> Kanye. You need to give us the brand, or you need to customize them shits. It was cool. Um, let's I got run. a thicky. Like they got the, they got some thicky ones. Oh yeah, yeah. They right. you good. You make it. You. Got a thicky in there. You gonna be like small. yo? I told her last night. I'm like yo, go put that shit on. Kanye <laughs> <laughs> got a point, man. He we just don't have to see it, but I get it. I get what he doing. I get what he doing, man. Um, quickly in sports, uh, Richard Sherman just caught a DUI. I will say this: I think this is understood undisputed way of getting him off the show. Ooh. Um, prayers for him. Him and Skip been getting into it the last couple months anyway. Um, plus it's basketball season, so they really don't need him. Um, I am getting a joy out of watching Keyshawn and Michael Irvin talk about basketball. Uh, they tore Shannon up a couple days ago about him talking about Kyrie not having a post game and Luca not playing in the post. Uh, they tore him up <laughs> on that. Um, but I think it's interesting. Um, my question to you, Johnny Menzel went on Shannon Sharp. Good interview, by the way. And I'm gonna say this is good. Johnny Menzel's doc was cool, but you could tell he still was fighting demons. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. cool to watch his interview and he seems such seems in a clean. clear yeah, in a such clear space. Yeah. Um, he said that he could have got ten million dollars in the NIL. Absolutely. Who do you think would have got more? Who you think would have got the most money in NIL? Because you you follow oh, college sports more the, than the me. two guys who would make the most money in NIL is Tim Tebow and Johnny Manziel. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. When you have um, see Tim T. When you have when you have like a, a white quarterback in a black dominated sport, um, being athletic, mm-hmm. yeah, bro. Like you, you gonna sell more than that. Like, like mm. that's the that's that's the allure, man. Because it's like it's always that that competition that's always going on. You know, like you know, blacks couldn't be quarterbacks for the longest, right? And then when mm-hmm. blacks start becoming quarterback. You start seeing, you know, could white quarterbacks play that style. Yeah. So, you know, Steve Young was kind of like the first person that we really remember yeah. playing like this athletic style. He, I mean, Johnny Unitas, I think, if you go way, way back. But yeah. I wasn't alive for that. I wasn't watching yeah. Johnny Unitas. That shit was in gray. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you got Steve Young. So, Johnny Manziel, like, dude, he made money while he was there. Like, everybody knew Johnny was getting paid while he was there. Everybody. So, yeah, Johnny, Johnny definitely would have been the highest paid. And I'm for these boys getting paid, man. I'm for NIL. Like, yeah. yeah mo- like, I thought mo- you would have said Reggie. But, I mean, no, no. Tebow would have made more than he Reggie. He would have made Absolutely. more. Like, R- Reggie would have got paid. And yeah. they definitely did Reggie wrong. Yeah. Oh, Matt Lonhart. Goodness. That that, oh, yeah, that curly yeah, hair. Bro. California In dude. Cali? Yeah. <laughs> Like and uh, you know and, and the thing is like I don't think I don't 
on something like this, I don't think it's as racial as it looks on the surface. Mm-hmm. It's just that, I mean, I, I think in urban areas, we forget how many white people are in this country. Oh, facts. Right? There's 65% of the population. Yeah. So when they, like, it's a reason why sometimes they just get paid out the wazoo. Mm-hmm. It's just because, like, everybody sees someone that looks like them and then that's what they do. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Matt Lionheart, Tim Tebow, Johnny Manziel. Tim Rick, Tebow would have got a church. Yeah. T- Tim Tebow, goodness, boy. They, t- Tim Tebow, they probably would have had to mess up college football because they probably would try to get to do the $100 million. Yeah, bro. absolutely. Joel Osteen. <laughs> Would have had to write him a check. Yeah, check. they probably gave him like a hundred million dollar ten year contract. Like Bro. it's yeah, Tim Tebow. He would have sure. killed that. Um, Horace Grant, Luke Lonely, and Scotty Pittman is on tour right now, and they want to talk about the truth. I have not heard. Um, I've seen the. I've seen that they're on tour. I have not heard from them yet, so I don't know. Do you want to hear said. from them though? Absolutely. Here's the thing. I want to hear from them, but it, it, it can't be money. I either need y'all to confirm everything Mike said, <laughs> or I need y'all to disagree with everything Mike said. Don't okay. don't don't walk the fence on this shit. Okay. Right? Don't don't walk the fence and be like, well, you know, Jordan said something. Like, no. Tell me either he told the truth mm. or he was lying. Absolutely. I I mean, I kind of want to hear from it. I don't want to hear from. I maybe not. I I want Scotty to do an interview and just tell the truth because you've been playing games. Yeah. And you go back and forth because you know that your career is so tied to Mike. Like, you get on there and you say, hey, LeBron James is the greatest basketball player ever. Yeah. And then two weeks later, you, well, y'all misconstrued what I said. And it's like, bro, no, we didn't. <laughs> Horace Grant's been kicking Michael Jordan's back in for years. So I expect that. Lou Lonely, I mean, whatever, man. They was mean to him. I mean, and, and I and I, and I I get some of the, uh, I don't want to, see, I, I was going to say animals, but I think that's yeah. too strong of a word. Yeah, I, I get it. some of the, I, I think it's envy. Right, yeah, yeah, because yeah. like yo, imagine working with a dude every day. Shit, us, right? Imagine we work together every day. The pod takes off, mm-hmm. and one of us become a billionaire, mm-hmm. and the other one is just uh, well still off. recording. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> or, or still recording, right? Like, 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 <laughs> could could one of us say that we wouldn't feel it? Now, I, yeah, I think, yeah. I think I we're closer than any of those guys ever. Absolutely, but you know, niggas don't even know each other. But if we, but if we didn't really know each other like that, right? Like, you know, would you not look over there and be like, yo? Dude did the same thing I did. Yeah. How is he a billionaire? Look out for me. Yeah. yeah you know you right. You I think right. There might be, and I think that's the Dame Jay Z thing, right? <sighs> Yo, Dame, Ho try to help you out, but whatever. Man. Um, <laughs> they they don't they do not like each other. Not at all. Not at all. Hold on, here go your boy. He stay he stay with some revisionist history. Who is this? Um, your boy Shaq. Oh, he got it. To retire? Yes. Accept it. Enjoy your family, brother. Thank you. I made a lot of dumb mistakes to where I lost my family and I didn't have anybody. That's not the case for you. So enjoy your beautiful wife. Enjoy your beautiful kids and never dwell on what we had. Yeah. What we had is what we got. You got the ring. People know who you are. Enjoy it. Because again, I was, I was an idiot and I've talked about it for a long time. Lost my whole family. Spent a hundred thousand square foot house by myself. And that's when I got, but again, the way I was raised. So, yeah. Um, what the fuck is he talking about right here, man? <laughs> Jason Kelsey been he been with the Eagles the whole time? Yeah, I think so. Okay then. So did he get one or two rings? Just one, right? No, I think he got two. I think he got two rings. Okay. I think they got I think he got the ring with um the backup quarterback against New England. Names names uh, Lamar. Oh man, he always went too. Nick Foles. Nick yeah, Foles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think what he got the ring with Nick Foles. But okay. uh I I threw this in here because 
Bro, please, if I'm ever sitting here on a on a live show and it's me and you talking, mm-hmm. man, please don't ever sit here. This is like me sitting here and being like, yeah, Gavin, don't fuck around with your wife on a live show. Like, what are you talking about, Shaq? I love Shaq. Shaq is probably in my top five favorite players of all time. He's in my top five of all time, but he's probably in my favorite. Talking about basketball. Yeah. Um, Shaq. How do I say this the nice way? <laughs> Shaq be lying. Yeah, I, he be bullshitting. You know, like, um, I don't whether it's his relationship with Kobe that he just retold and you know re re repurposed to us. Whether it's that uh, you remember watching the documentary with him and Penny, and it was like Shaq just took no accountability. Oh and yeah, tried, like, yeah, that I forgot was, all about that. He like shitted on Penny, and then when they talking about it. 30, 20 years later, he's like, oh, yeah, 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 I should have. It's like, whatever, man. Yeah. Um, it's super interesting. You know, one of my favorite and favorite as in hated moments of Shaq is when Dwayne Wade wins MVP. Um, and Shaq tries to take the trophy from David Stern to give to Wade. And it's like, <laughs> bro, why is it always about you? Yeah. But I love Shaq, man. But that that is weird. I, I do think, it. you know, I... Sometimes what I try to do, whether it's people I've hurt, whether that's family members, whether it's my wife, and I'm trying to tell stories, even though me and that person might be over it, I try not to open up wounds when I'm trying to pray, pat myself on the back. Yeah, and and also, we talk about the, the Instagram pastor with this all the time, too. Shut out. Don't, don't assume that another man's weakness is your weak. I mean, excuse me, mm. your weakness is another man's weakness. Mm-hmm. Like, stop doing that shit, man. Just because you can't stop fucking around with your wife, don't be out here telling women <laughs> men fuck around. Like, just like, yo, no, that's you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that, ain't, uh, that ain't me. That's um, you. That is true. Let me ask you this. You getting the air trumps? Hey, man. <laughs> Dude, the fact that they were just like, yo, black people gonna like this. Yo, it, you know, I saw some of the comments. It's so true. They threw the red bottoms on for y'all N-word. Yeah. They, they threw the red because they thought like, yo, the gold, the red uh, basketball shoes, they gonna buy it. Hey, man, to the Republican Party. Uh, y'all better figure it out. Yo, no, hire me as a consultant. Please. Like, just hire me as a consultant. Because the black people that, that y'all think, me? if y'all think that we listen to, <laughs> They got Charlemagne. They are don't not, need another yeah, South Carolina Again, dude. the black people that y'all think that we listen to are not the black people that we listen to. The things that y'all think that we like are not the things that black people like, man. Stop. Like, they're getting over on y'all. Hire me. Put me on a retainer. I can get you way more votes than... Y- Charlemagne. Than, Come on. We than, say than, it. than the shoes and, uh, you know, like, oh, we're going to run Tim Scott. I forget the other guy's name. Yo, like, yo we're not, embarrassing. We don't listen to those black people, man. Bruh, my favorite party is three episodes ago. We talked about if the Republican Party is hiring Charlemagne to, like, just shit on Democrats. And you was like, I don't know. And you was like, probably, but we won't know until time tell. And then yeah. <laughs> these interviews come out with Charlamagne. Yeah. And it's just like, bro, what are you doing? And then when that video comes out with the Air Trumps and Fox News does that, he tries to shit on Republicans. It's like, bro, you been yeah. pussyfooting with a man. Like, nah, man. Like, like y'all, hi, hire an actual black person mm. to consult y'all and you Should've would changed. get more black votes. Absolutely. Uh, but uh, lastly, um, we played the Charles Blow clip last week, didn't we? Or two weeks ago. I think so. Yeah. Where he was blaming uh, black. Oh men. yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And, but lastly, like, yo, we're not your problem. Like, g- get black man name name out your mouth. Yeah, we really not. We're, your we're not your problem, right? There's somebody else that's voting for Trump that causes y'all problem. Let's give you a little hint. 
they're they're female <laughs> and they're blonde. It's not us. Can't call them females no more, man. They like to be called women. Women, ladies, whatever, whatever y'all want. I would call y'all whatever y'all want. Hey man. Um, what you got planned this weekend? Uh not much, man. I got the kids this weekend. Okay. Hey. 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 I swear. I had to start reading those tweets. Um, Carissa, yeah, hey, sweetie, chill. You're looking good in some of your photos, though. But you need to um, chill. You got to chill. And chill. DJ Academics, bullying, he, he a, needs to chill his self. bullying <laughs> a black woman never ages well. It man. never I'm ages well. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It never ages well. And DJ Act is always like a millisecond away from disaster his damn self. Yeah, and like, then it's like, bro. But I get it. She came for you. She went hard at you. She had a whole community of people on you. Yeah, but you can never, to your point, it's never going to age well. It's never. Going in on women in general. Yeah. Um, so it just, it don't age well. Even it, if they're wrong, it just don't age as well. Look, man, I ain't doing nothing this weekend. Well, I'm going to be in Columbia. So if y'all catch me in Columbia, I'm going to be at a baby shower. Come up and speak. We can take a picture for the pot. Um, <laughs> and then I'm taking headshots of some people on Sunday. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm just nice. chilling. We got to get our, uh, Gabby can tell us we got to get our photographs done so we get our press kits. Hey, man. Hey, let, let them hold me accountable, man. Look, please. And with that, um, hold on. Let me play my song. Uh, y'all look, I can't find it. <laughs> Yo, that is the funniest clip ever. <laughs> that shit is funny. It is funny. And with that, we're going to holler at y'all next time. Holler at your boy. <laughs>